Good afternoon. On behalf, excuse me, on behalf of the Henderson County Ministerial Association and Community Baptist Church, let me welcome you to our annual Lenten Lunch Series. Uh, this is the second service for this year. Uh, thanks to uh, First Christian and Dave Leslie for getting us started off right last week. And there's a list of upcoming services on the back of your uh, folder there. And so we would like to invite you to attend as many of those as you possibly can in the weeks to come between now and Easter. Uh, this is truly a unique and blessed time, I believe, one that I look forward to each year. It's a, it's a beautiful testimony of the love of God for so many people from so many various religious traditions to uh, journey together with Jesus uh, to the cross during this season of Lent. And so thank you for making these, this season such a meaningful part of my life. And now I would like to introduce the newest member of our clergy here in Henderson, Reverend Rich Martindale, who will come and do our call to worship. He is the rector of the new rector at uh, St. Paul's Episcopal Church. Let's stand. Create in each of us, dear Lord, a kneeling place where we may empty ourselves of our self-importance and become vulnerable to your word to us. Let us pursue the adventure of losing our lives in order to find them in you. Guide us to follow the way of the cross where despair is transformed by the promise of new life and where we are compelled to intercede for those who have more pain in their lives than hope. When we are too eager to be better than, when we are too rushed to care, when we are too tired to bother, when we are too preoccupied to listen, when we are too quick to act from motives other than compassion, transform us, hold our feet to the fire of the religion grace, so that we can see our actions in the light of your costly love.
The scripture reading will be from John 17, 20 to 23, and in Galatians chapter 3, verses 23 through 28. I will be reading from the New, Amer- or the New International Version. My prayer is not for them alone. I pray also for those who will believe in me through their message, that all of them may be one, Father, just as you and you are in me and I am in you. May they also be in us, so that the world may believe that you have sent me. I have given them the glory that you gave me, that they may, may be one as we are one. I in them and you in me, so that they may be brought to complete unity. Then the world will know that you sent me and have loved me even as you have loved me. Father, I want those you have given to me to be with me where I am and to see my glory. The glory you have given me because you loved me before the creation of the world. Righteous Father, though the world does not know you, I know you, and they know that you have sent me. I have made you known to them and will continue to make you known in order that the love you have for me may be in them and that I myself may be in them. Before the coming of this faith, we were held in custody under the law, locked up until the faith that was to come would be revealed. So the law was our guardian until Christ came that we might be justified by faith. Now that this faith has come, we are no longer under a guardian. So in Christ Jesus, you are all children of God through faith. For all of us who were baptized into Christ have clothed yourself with Christ. There is neither Jew nor Gentile, neither slave nor free. Nor is there male and female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. If you belong to Christ, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for the tremendous opportunity that is ours to be your church. To be the people that are called from the world. To show in our life, in our worship, in our occupations, in our relationships, the values and the power of your gospel. We ask you to be with us in this service. Draw us closer to your will and purpose. And in all things, Father, we want you to receive glory and honor and praise, world without end. Amen. At our church every year during Advent and Lent, we order devotional booklets and we also uh, order things that, I don't know whether you know this, but in the, in the Christian bookstore trade they call holy hardware. <laughs> and, and this year we have a little Lent tag. A couple years ago, though, we had this cube. It's a fasting cube. And uh, each uh, face of it, has fasting from someone, something. And maybe we need to fast from someone's too sometimes, who knows. <laughs> fast from judging others is the one that I looked at for today. 
Last week, as I was sitting over at First Christian Church at the luncheon table, enjoying that excellent meal, I began to, to think, because sitting on in the chair next to me was Dr. Virgil Hammontree, who is a Church of Christ pastor, and I am a United Church of Christ pastor. And Virgil and I often kid that if... If the rapture were to occur and we were standing next to each other and people saw the two of us going up in the air, they'd say, we didn't believe that would happen. (laughs) But I looked around the table and uh, there were Baptist, Presbyterians, Church of Christ, United Church of Christ, and I don't know who all were sitting at the table, breaking bread together. And it brought to mind that uh, portion of that scripture that Virgil read for us from the 17th chapter of John which is a prayer of Jesus, where he says, I ask not only on behalf of these, but also on behalf of those who will believe in me through their word, that they all may be one. And and I got to thinking about how we label each other, and yet I don't think God does. I don't think God does. Then, in order to be ecumenical, I chose a quote from a Baptist writer. And it's from uh, Walter Rauschenbusch. He wrote a long article, Why I Am a Baptist. Great article. And he said, I do not want to make Baptists shut themselves up in their little clamshells. And be indifferent to the ocean outside of them. I am a Baptist, but I am more than a Baptist. All things are mine. And here's the line. Whether Francis of Assisi, or Martin Luther, or John Knox, or the Wesleys, all are mine because I am Christ's. And I ruminated on all of that and on how we were sitting around the table. I love that word rumination. If you don't know, it it comes from the cow chewing its cud over and over again, you know. And that's what our minds do. We chew things over and over again. Well, I got home and I had an email that was reminding me that this is Disability Awareness Month. And that drew me to the second scripture that Virgil read from Galatians 3. I love that passage. You are all children of God through faith. There is no longer Jew or Greek, slave or free, male or female, for all of you are one in Christ. And there is, if you go from that into the message and life of Jesus, You begin to see how inclusive Jesus was. He wasn't standoffish from the woman who had had umpteen husbands and was living with a guy who wasn't her husband. He wasn't standoffish from those who had leprosy. Uh, He wasn't even standoffish from that cussed tax collector, Matthew, or Simon the Zealot. I mean, that's a that's an interesting crew that Jesus called. Think about it. He was very, very inclusive. Well, in the article that I read in the newspaper, it referred, or on on the Internet, rather, 
It referred me to a website, and I went there. So I have something of addiction to that screen, unfortunately. Some of you do too, I'll bet. And the site was www.rword, with a hyphen in it, rword.org. So I went there to see what the R word was. I kind of think I knew, thought I knew what it was. And it was the R word that's often used for people who are intellectually challenged. And there was a pledge there. I pledge and support the elimination of the derogatory use of the R word from everyday speech and promote the acceptance and inclusion of people with intellectual disabilities, persons with intellectual disabilities. And a light went on in my head because I am one of those. I have two degrees. I've taught at a university, but don't trust me to balance your checkbook <laughs> because I am not a math genius. My father was, but I'm not. I didn't get that gene from my dad. And I'm intellectually challenged there and a number of other ways also. Well, my mind went back to Jesus and how accepting he was. And I thought, that's what I'm going to talk about next week, Community Baptist. Give you a Lenten task and give me a Lenten task of being much more accepting of people who are very different from me or very different from you. And instead of offering the quick, judgmental pronouncement, take the time to know that person. And with my cow-like ruminations, then I went to another word. I love words. I went to another word, respect. Another R word. The root meaning of that word, respect, is not, it does not say cower down because you respect me so much or because of my position. No, no, no. The root meaning of the word respect is to look at, to really look at. And that's what I want to encourage you to do during Lent. I had a good friend in Evansville who was dying of a very dread disease, AIDS. And we had some long talks, and he had an expression that he used. He said, I am, and then he gave his name, and I am not my disease. I am not that label, but I am this person. During Lent, we remember that we are all persons whom Christ loved and for whom Christ died. Amen. The hymn is number 350, The Church is One Foundation.
Thank you for being here today, and thank you, Phil, for the words of, uh, uh, that inspire us during this Lenten season, and we're grateful for that, and we hope that we will take that and live it out in our lives. Um, next week, we will be at the Henderson Presbyterian Church. We hope you can all be here for that. And before we dismiss, uh, let me give you a few directions as to what we need to do next. We have a wonderful meal prepared for you and hope that everyone will stay and, and break bread with us today. Uh, there are baskets available at the door as you leave. These are baskets to receive money for the Henderson uh, Good Samaritan Fund, the Henderson Ministerial Association's Good Samaritan Fund. This is not to pay for your meal. This money goes to help people in our, in our community who are in need uh, with emergency needs. So anything that you can give towards that would be um, much appreciated. Uh, now, as for what to do to receive your meal, it's very easy. Find a chair, find a seat at a table and sit down and it will be brought to you. And uh, we'll clean everything after. So just sit and uh, and we'll bring it to you very quickly. Let us bow together for our benediction. May the Christ who turned his face toward Jerusalem in full awareness of what awaited him there, fill us all with his spirit of love and compassion. May we take the cross of self-sacrifice upon ourselves as we follow the example of Christ who came to serve not to be served. May our bodies be filled with the meal that we are about to share, and may our spirits be blessed with the fellowship of your saints. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Wonderful.